Let's turn in God's Word to Colossians chapter 4. Colossians chapter 4. I'll read the whole chapter, verses 1 through 18. Colossians chapter 4, beginning verse 1. These are God's words. Masters, give unto your servants that which is just and equal, knowing that ye also have a master in heaven. Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. With all praying also for us that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am also in bonds, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how ye ought to answer every man. All my state shall Tychicus declare unto you, who is a beloved brother and a faithful minister and fellow servant in the Lord, whom I have sent unto you for the same purpose, that he might know your estate and comfort your hearts. With Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother who is one of you, they shall make known unto you all things which are done here. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, saluteth you, and Marcus, sister's son to Barnabas, touching whom he received commandments, if he come unto you, receive him. And Jesus, which is called Justice, who are of the circumcision, these only are my fellow workers under the kingdom of God, which have been a comfort unto me. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, saluted to you always, laboring fervently for you in prayers, that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. For I bear him record that he hath a great zeal for you and that and them that are in Laodicea and them in Heropolis. Luke, the beloved physician, and Demos greet you. Salute the brethren which are in Laodicea and Nymphes and the church which is in his house. And when this epistle is read among you, cause that it be read also in the church of the Laodiceans, and that you likewise read the epistle from Laodicea. And say to Archippus, Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. And the salutation by the hand of me, Paul. Remember my bonds. Grace be with you. Amen. Those are God's words. And here, last chapter, the Lord of Colossians, the Lord's working through Paul, continues speaking through the different relationships here. Uh, continues from chapter 3 in verse 1 with the, the relationship of a master towards his servant. And then he exhorts us to all to the duty of prayer and to pray and to continue to pray with thanksgiving to the Lord and that your prayers would be filled with thanksgiving and that would guide our hearts and guard them as well. 
in prayer through verse 4 that the gospel would be preached and that expanding more and more, our prayers ought to be filled with uh, hope and uh, calling upon the Lord that the the kingdom would advance uh, through the preaching of the gospel. And then through verse 6, the church is called to wisdom and grace in their speech. We must have grace in our speech always. That is, wisdom, listening, as we learn in James, listening carefully that we might speak well to our neighbor, even the gospel. And speaking of directly God's grace. And then the ending of this letter and the final greetings he sends to the churches there, to not only the church in Colossae, but that of Laodicea. You see, as we'll go to Isaiah 6 in a moment, and the calling with which Isaiah is called here, it doesn't change for ministers of the Gospel either. Verse 17, Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it, that thou be faithful. Right. So friends, let us turn to Christ and turn unto Him in prayer. Turn unto Him and how we to, to honor Him and praise Him even through how we speak to one another. And He would receive all the glory and the praise. Let's pray. Father, we're thankful how blessed You are and uh, how awesome You are. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. How much You have done for us and we're thankful for who You are. Make our prayers, Father, by Your Spirit as You sanctify our our lives, sanctify our prayers, that they would be filled with thanksgiving and that we would continually look for those things we ought to give thanks to You for, that we can pray unto You and praise You for. And Lord, we know if we would be a more thankful people instead of a complaining, grumbling people, then what we would see with our eyes and how we would live would be all the more righteous and holy as our lives would be with more in view of You and Your greatness and Your provision and Your protection and Your power and all that You are and all that You do. Just as we've learned in Isaiah 6, if we would just see You come into Your presence, we would know. And so, Father, teach us Your ways even through our prayers and sanctifying our prayers that they would be righteous. Teach us Your Word to pray unto You requires that we continue to learn Your Word and study it and meditate upon it. That we would pray Your Word and not our words. Because our words fall to to nothing. But Your Word is sure. Your Word is Your will. And so how great a comfort it would be to know Your Word. That when we pray, we would know with certainty that You answer as we've prayed according to Your Word. And so grant us Your Word. 
ask Grant as well that you would be with us in how we speak to one another, to the world, to our neighbor. Many of us perhaps struggle with our speech, often causing division or hurt and offense when it's unnecessary, when we are not proclaiming Your Word and testifying the Gospel. Well, we ask that You would grant us grace and wisdom in our speech. And so sanctify our speech. And so we plead in that that You would sanctify our hearts because out of the heart the mouth speaks. And so sanctify our hearts. Cleanse us of our sins. Father, as we look back on this year thus far, we know we have, as a congregation, struggled with financially provision. We pray that You would provide for us even as we head to the the end of the year. Pray that You would provide all the more, that we would not depend and have to depend upon other churches and other people giving to our church who are not members here. Though we do, we're thankful for how You've provided in that way. And pray that we would be provided for in the normal, ordinary way of giving. And so, Father, grant to us great provision that we might be provided for. And that we'd be good stewards of what You do provide. And that we'd trust You for that which You do. Father, we ask as well that You would protect us from the evil one, sin, our own flesh, and the temptations that come from our own flesh. Pray that we would... Remember Your Word in those times, that Your Spirit would work in our hearts, and that we would submit unto Him in all things, that we would not grieve Him. Father, we do pray that You would watch over those who participate in the door-to-door evangelism, though I'm not sure we will do that. We might do that today, this Saturday as well, leading up to the church picnic. Father, we pray that You would be with all those who do participate and speak Your Word to neighbors around here. Pray that many would hear the Gospel, the good news, the various means, even tract or uh, hearing just a verse of Your Scripture. And they would see their need of Christ Jesus, Your Son, and they would come into the church of Christ and hear the gospel proclaimed and they would believe on the salvation. There are many out there who have been to church in the past and yet have rebelled. We pray that You would grant to them uh, mercy and cause them to humble themselves before You and turn back again. That they would call upon the only name under heaven by which we must be saved, the name of Jesus, Your Son. Father, we pray that You would bless our prayer meeting. We desire to pray because You call us to pray as a church. And often, so few people participate and families participate in that. We pray that You would grant 
a growing number of people to participate in our prayer meetings. If that would be your will. For what church would grow? And how could the church reform and revive again if the people don't pray and plead unto you? And so, Father, we pray that you would raise up more people to pray. As well, Father, we pray for our, this congregation that you would give us your word. Out of your grace and your mercy, give us your word. Speak it into our hearts. That we would not harden our hearts against you. But that you would soften us by your spirit and your grace. That we would be convicted of our sin. That we would turn unto Christ for our salvation. And be assured, grant assurance to your people. That we would all the more stand steadfastly before the world and proclaim the good news. That many people would hear and believe unto salvation. That people will not only hear in Kansas City, Grandview would hear and believe, but throughout the nation and throughout the world, many would hear and believe. And we pray as well for our presbytery. We're thankful for those men who have been called. Uh, in Colorado Springs and Washington, Iowa, we're thankful for that. We pray also for the congregations in Houston and San Antonio that you would provide ministers for them. And even uh, this exploratory work in Little Rock, Arkansas, which has a majority of Chinese-speaking people, pray that you would bring about a minister. No, there is one among them who has been to seminary and might be examined by our presbytery. Pray that if it is him, if he is called to be there, that you would grant wisdom to the elders. In our presbytery meeting coming up next month, about one month from today, we ask that you would grant wisdom. Many men are to be examined for uh, licensure to preach, maybe one to be ordained. We ask that you would grant wisdom to the elders to discern if the man is called, if you've called him or not, and these other men as well. And then there are a couple discipline cases. We pray that you would grant wisdom to the elders concerning these. And you would turn us to you, the great judge, to sit under your authority and judge righteously without partiality, as you judge, without bias, and that your name would be praised, and that sinners would repent and be saved. And we pray for our nation. Lord, turn our nation unto you. We cry out to you because we can see how greatly wicked our nation is. We plead that You would turn this nation from itself to You. Our nation loves to exalt in themselves, in itself. 
The Lord turn them to the one that they must exalt in and will exalt in and bow the knee to. Even Christ your Son. And so cause them to covenant with Christ. Even through our ruling leaders. And You would cause our leaders to turn in faith to Christ that they would be saved. We're thankful for the promise You desire all types of people to be saved. Even kings and rulers in authority. And so grant that, Father. Grant our rulers to be saved. And that You would do Your great work of saving this nation. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.